1: Portions of the following program may be pre recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Talk with Dr. David
2: Anderson. It's Marriage Monday. We're going to talk about the challenges of being married to a public person. Come on, let's go.
1: Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, an expert on race, religion, and relationships.
2: maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, or watching me on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, you can see an empty chair right next to me. Guess who's on her way? Well, I'll tell you in just a second. So today's topic is the challenges and or blessings, maybe more challenges, I'm not sure, you tell me, of being married to a public person. For those of you on WAVA 105.1 FM, thanks a lot for tuning in on this station all across the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for tuning in. You can give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888 432 Seventy-four, thirty-four, or just remember the word bridge, eight 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 four three bridge. Let me bow for a short word of prayer. Commit our time to the Lord, and then we'll ask ask a couple of questions regarding being married to a public person. Let's pray together, Heavenly Father. Thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for the institution of marriage that you have created, and for those that are married to someone who's a person of influence known in the public. Uh, Lord, I know there are probably specific challenges and blessings that they may experience, and so we do ask, Lord, that you would uh, just guide and guard and cover today's show. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways of getting a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Uh, There, you can write me an email and talk to me offline. But for those of you who want to talk to me on the air, just put this number in and put it under in your contacts as Dr. Anderson, 888-432-7434. So here's the question. What question do you have for Lady Amber, my wife, the wife of Dr. David Anderson is on her way into the studio If you were to ask her a question, what would you want to know about being married to me or just being married to a public person? I bet you you have a first lady at your church. You have ministers, wives or or husbands or spouses, people who are married to those in politics or uh, maybe uh, the CEO of a company, people of influence, people who serve in the public eye. And you happen to be married to him or to her. And so what do you do when you know them personally, and yet they have a public persona that they have to deal with? And you may have a question for me as well. What's it like trying to have a marriage while at the same time serve so many different uh, interests and people? And, you know, you want to try to put your family or spouse, all that first, and then all the other tensions of still serving and so if you have a question about that, maybe you're thinking about marrying somebody who's on the trajectory of being a public uh, figure, or maybe uh, you are thinking about uh, what it's like to raise kids in the public eye. Maybe you have a pastor or a pastor's wife or a pastor's family who you want to bless. And part of blessing them is getting to know a little bit more about what, they are, who they are, what they go through, and how you might best be able uh, to serve them. That'd be a great question for you, 888-432-7434, Or she might have your own questions for Lady Amber, and you know, she hasn't been on the air for uh, several years, but this is a new year, and she thought she'd started off with greeting you, and so she will be here in the studio shortly. In the meantime and in between time, I want to make sure you have the phone number. You give us a call now so we can get you up on our screen. So by the time uh she is here, you are teed up and ready to go. So what do you do? You call the number and say hello to McCall screener. Give them your name, the city you're from, a couple other quick details and then get right up on my screen. They shoot it over to me right here in the studio. You can see me waving at you right there, okay. Now, also, there's a small book that I wrote a couple of months ago that I want to make sure you get because it's a small book. It's an encouraging book. It's only 31 pages, and all the proceeds go to my church, Bridgeway Community Church. It's called Be Encouraged. Be Encouraged. All right. Uh, The subtitle is uh, How to Encourage Yourself and Others in Discouraging times how to encourage yourself and others in discouraging times all right now listen what I'm going to do is I'm going to run to my commercial break as soon as I get back it looks like lady Amber is really close to us here and our calls are in queue so Jemima when I get back you'll be my first caller uh, we are talking today about the challenges and/or blessings of being married to a public person what questions? Do you have, for me, as a public person, or for my wife, Lady Amber, who is on her way, you got a question for her, be careful now. I might have to, I might have to just leave the studio and let her talk to y'all alone. <laughs> this is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson
3: The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia, and is an advocate for empowering women and children.
1: can all use some comic relief and inspiration in these trying times come join us at bridgeway community church on february 25th as we host world famous comic and thought leader michael jr
2: Yo, Michael Jr. here. I'm super pumped. February 25th, we're going to Bridgeway Community Church. I'm on Real Talk, so you make sure you bring yourself. So we can have some fun. We're going to laugh. We're going to learn.
1: It's going to be amazing. Join us Saturday, February 25th at 7 p.m. and Michael Jr. will take you on a journey from ha ha to aha. Visit Bridgeway.cc slash comedy to purchase tickets and for more information.
4: Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum and Associates has experience with pastor church relations, administration and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum and Associates today at 301-864-6070.
2: That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, live in studio on this Marriage Monday. Today's topic, if you're just joining us, we are talking about uh, the challenges and or blessings of being married to a public person. And who better to ask than my wife, Lady Amber Anderson, who is live in studio with me today. You can see her on Facebook Live and on YouTube Live at Anderson Speaks and Miss Amber, say uh, hello to everybody and uh, what's it like being back in studio?
5: Hi, everyone, thanks for listening and welcoming us back. Happy New Year! Um, it's different,
2: <laughs> different studio, nice, isn't it? <laughs>
5: yes, it's beautiful and it's been a while. And even though I see it online sometimes, you know, it's nice to be back in the studio.
2: Well, p- a lot of people may not know that you started the show with me for the first, I don't know, a year maybe uh guess how many was it three years three years every marriage monday yes oh my goodness okay and guess how old we're turning in march we're turning 13 years old that's crazy so it's been about a decade uh since she's been here so if you want to talk to lady (laughs) amber you better get her now because she might not come back for another decade (laughs) 888-432-7434 that's eight 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 four three bridge. The challenges and blessings of being married to a public person. Do you have a question uh, for Miss Amber, or even for me, what it's like to do marriage and ministry in a public way? Eight 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 four three bridge. Let's kick it off with Miss Jemima. She's in Columbia, Maryland. Hello, Miss Jemima. Welcome to the show. How are you?
4: Hello. Dr. Um, Anderson, it is a pleasure to see you. God bless you both.
2: God bless you. Thank you. What do you think? Thank
4: you so much. Well, I am excited. My name is actually pronounced Jamima, and so because we'll be talking probably sometime in the future, I wanted to throw that in there um, and possibly meet someday. You never know.
2: I hope so. Well, uh, thank every, you for every Sunday we're here at Bridgeway Community Church. We'll st- come in the, stu- in the uh, lobby and say hi to me, Miss Jamima.
4: Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much. Very kind of you. And so this question was uh, is, is such an important question, uh, and uh, it applies to, um, you know, couples. And the first thing that came to mind when you asked the question was to ask um, Lady Amber perhaps, um, how do you compromise uh, based on your personalities to either be more uh, – if you are not someone who is as uh, outgoing, perhaps, how do you compromise to still be in the limelight when you need to be mm-hmm. and based on your personality? So has that ever come up as an ish, as a challenge for you not to want to so much be in the public eye? Um, and, and how do you deal with that? How do you good compromise question. With Good that? question. Good question, Ms. Janima.
5: good question. Thank you. Should I answer? Okay. No, yeah, please. <laughs> Um, obviously, uh, those of you that don't know, my husband and I are complete opposites personality wise and preferences and being in limelight or, you know, behind the scene. I'm very much behind the scene person. Um, one of the blessing that I would say, um, that came with starting the church together, um, and built it up from the foundation is that. My husband was very, very protective of my personality and my gifts and my um, preferences so that unless it was required of me to be in various functions or meet and greets, uh, he didn't expect me to be as involved in what we would call people interactions. <laughs>
2: <'Cause> <laughs> Amber's an introvert. I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. And we were just laughing about this the other day. Our premarital counselor told us that we shouldn't even get married because we were so opposite. I'm so, uh, at that time, much more people oriented, and Amber was much more uh, uh, fueled by being alone or with just a couple of people. And so that was his that was his counsel, wasn't it, baby?
5: And it was based on uh, Myers Briggs personality trait. Uh, test uh we were off the chart on opposite spectrum, so he was very concerned that unless we changed our ways in communicating and how we prioritize things uh, that we would not make it. So he just straight out recommended <laughs> us not <laughs> not to get married, uh which was devastating, but I can see his wisdom in that years later because we have made some mistakes, and uh we have bumps and bruises scars even but overall i would say that we're very good about protecting one another and uh, allowing each other to be who we are um, but if he needs me i'm there even if it's function or engagements that i personally don't prefer to be in because <laughs> how important because i realize how important that is and he also recognizes that i need a couple of days of recuperating yeah. after those events so it's it's worked for both of us
2: yeah is that helpful miss jamima
4: it absolutely is thank you for underlying uh, highlighting your personality differences and i know that there in your personal life there's a stance that you may want to take but as a minister sometimes you know we're we have to be in the public eye whether mm-hmm. we choose to or not and so The word that you um, shared there, you said that he um, uh, gives you the opportunity sometimes to choose if there is a choice to be made, and so I appreciated you saying that.
2: Yeah, well, there you you. go. Thanks a lot, Mr. Mima. God bless you. And that has been a thing for us, really me trying my best to uh, accommodate your personality when I'm in a public role where it's important also to have your spouse with you, and so for us to have those conversations of, What's you've always said? If you need me there, tell me I'm there. No questions asked. But if you don't need me there, take your team and let them <laughs> hobnob because I'd really prefer not to be. Has that been pretty much our rule?
5: <laughs> You're putting it like that sounds kind of bad. but oh no. Uh, yes, it's it's been because I, you know, I've seen too many patterns of public figures, especially ministers and ministers' wives. There's a certain role that yes, we do have to and responsibilities that we need to fulfill as public figures and especially the spiritual parents that we are. um, It comes with a lot of responsibilities. But the reason why I refer to us being the founders of the church, that we were able to establish some of the guidelines for other ministers and other leaders in the church to not have certain expectations of me as a first lady or our children, the first children, I know that in a lot of traditional churches, w- they are very public and it's open for discussions or, you know, uh, she is required and the children are required to be at every function, every engagement, every messages, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, that's very, very hard.
2: And especially as a church grows and gets bigger mm-hmm. and bigger, the demands get stronger and stronger. So to figure out ways to accommodate each other's uh, personalities are a very Im- is very important. Mm-hmm. Our number is 888-432-7434. If you're just joining us, we have a special treat today. A special guest, Lady Amber Anderson is in the house, and we're talking on this Marriage Monday about the challenges and or blessings of being a public of uh, being married to a public person if you have a question for lady amber now's the time to call eight 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 four three bridge let's go to a uh, Boykie, uh who's in timonium maryland hello boykey how are you oh this is blake doctor no, i'm good how are you good say your name again blake. oh it's it's blake Blake. Yeah, I, I okay. don't know, something so, happened with the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, I, they missed uh, everything. But uh, <laughs> thank you, Blake, for clarifying. Don't sorry worry, about yeah. that. So tell me God your knows who I am. Well, <laughs> yeah. now we do as well, my friend. Hey, what's your comment or question today? I was wondering for the first lady. I know, Dr. Anderson, when you're on your traveling team, I know sometimes you might stop at Chick fil A. Does the first lady ever pack you a lunch or that she makes you eat? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but I do bring home leftovers when I do go eat out. But uh, the whole packing and lunch thing, did you ever really do that for the kids, maybe?
5: No, actually, we did in the earlier years we when did. we c- you couldn't afford to eat oh, out. Oh, my bad,
2: my bad. I forget those days. It's like a block in my mind when I d- couldn't have no money. But uh, tell us about it. Yeah, a- and what's your question about that, by the way, Blake, before Lady Amber answers? What are you thinking?
1: Is does she have like time ever to pack you a like like time to pack you a lunch whenever though? That's what it was though. Okay, go
5: ahead. <laughs> well, when in our younger years, uh, when we were freshly married and we, you know, before children came, um, because we started the church by ourselves without denominational help or other church planting organizations or anything like that, we were basically what traditional term is tent makers. We work, we are, make our own money outside of the ministry and we put all that money into the ministry until we became self-sufficient. So we were very tight financially, and uh, he got quite a bit of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches <laughs> and <laughs> some fruit. And uh, when we had our children, you know, there are times I would pack his lunch as well, especially when we're trying to eat healthier or, you know, do better with finances and things like that. But now we are in our in the stage where we are, you know, he can eat out if he wants to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Amber's an amazing <laughs> amazing cook, though. I'll tell you that. So, hey, thanks a lot, uh, Blake. I appreciate your call, okay? You're welcome. Thank hey, you. Blessings. Yeah. 888-432-7434. I don't even remember those days. That's pretty amazing. So I must have blocked out those days in my mind. Or it's called aging. Aging? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's aging. mm no, I think it's eating too much uh, steak now, and <laughs> better restaurants, and bringing you home some some leftovers. But yeah, the days of of, of PBJs and and kids lunches, and mm-hmm. us not being able to afford to go out, all of that. I mean, that was that was a difficult time, probably.
5: That was probably first twenty years of our marriage, or mm-hmm. so. We've been married for um, almost thirty two years now. Right. God is gracious, and um, you know, bless us with our relationship over the years, and allowing us to be where we are right now financially so that he can enjoy the luxury, and then it limits some of my responsibility as a wife and mother.
2: That's right. 888-432-7434. Eight, 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 that's 888 eight, eight, bridge Tell me, uh, Lady Amber, about the different stages of being married to a public person. Is it easier the more public I am and the more uh resources we have is that easier or is it easier uh, when you're not as public but you are growing are the different stages like is there somebody listening today who's like does this ever end or does it ever get better tell me tell them
5: I, i would say it changes it changes the the challenges every stage has its own challenges uh when we were younger i was clueless as to what it meant to be a public figure's wife, especially the senior pastor's wife. Mm-hmm. Uh Love is Blind, I guess. They would mm-hmm. I, th- I think they might even have a show called that. I don't know. I don't watch <laughs> it. But anyway. <laughs> um so in the early years it was naivety and lack of uh information on what would would require of me as an introverted woman to be married to a, a pastor. Right, Um, And then when the kids came along, that also came with its own challenges because I didn't have you to help me out as much as uh, other couples would have with their spouses who are nine to five job person Um, and going to church as a mother first. Well, pastor's wife first and then mother second. Um, There were a lot of people that would tell me how to parent or, you know, they're giving their spiritual guidance or whatever. But a lot of that also came with challenges. But on the flip side, I would say each stage also had a lot of blessings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of, in a way, nicely forced out of my sheltered environment, my preference of being introvert, to come out of my shell and learn to engage with people and have conversations without being worried or having anxiety. Well, I did have a lot of anxieties over the mm-hmm. years, uh, But because I'm a shy person and small talk did not come naturally. But I think we've rubbed off on each other over the years Mm -hmm. um, that I'm a little more extroverted now. And then you're more introverted now. So um, I would say each stage has its own challenges and blessings.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, what challenges, what blessings uh, do you have uh, even in your marriage? Is there something you can learn uh, from this lady who I've been married to for over three decades now? (laughs) Her name is Amber Anderson. Everybody doesn't get a chance to talk to her regularly, so this is your time. We've just got about thirty minutes left. Our number is eight 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 four three bridge.
6: Lancaster Bible College Capital Seminary and Graduate School wants to be part of your educational journey. If you are considering a seminary or graduate degree or looking to get the undergraduate degree you've always wanted, the Washington, D.C. location of LBC Capital may be your perfect fit. Programs in Bible, business, ministry, divinity, Christian care, and mental health counseling are taught by caring professors who are focused on your journey. Connect with LBC Capital, Washington, D.C. today at lbc.edu dc. Action can and from Action Can,
1: call A-Action today. Do you have a leaky faucet, a running toilet, lights that don't work, or worse yet, a heating and air conditioning system that's been ignored for years? It's time to take some action and go to aactionhomeservices.com. Licensed in Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. with a 100% satisfaction guarantee.
6: aactionhomeservices.com
7: Problem solved. Greg Laurie and Harvest Ministries recommend a great new book from renowned children's author Sally Lloyd-Jones called Known. Sally has an extraordinary gift of writing
0: for children. She writes in a way that is understandable for the kids and touching their little hearts. We're offering this new book by Sally Lloyd-Jones called Known, which is a paraphrase of part of Psalm 139. To you, our listeners, for your gift
7: of any size this month. Available now at harvest.org. Alexa can play W-A-V-A-F-M. And hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com.
0: The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. For those who love contemporary Christian music, CCM Magazine is a must-read. Explore the latest redemptive music and the culture it impacts by starting your subscription today. Visit ccmagazine.com. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith, a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way. To protect your retirement, I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 98 98 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action.
2: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm not alone, though. If you can see us on Facebook, you can see that uh, my pretty wife, Amber, Anderson is with me today. Hello, Lady Amber.
5: Hello, husband.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Marriage Monday, and we're talking about the challenges and the blessings of being married to a public person. And so uh, you may have a spouse who's a public figure, or you may be a public figure and you're married. Uh, And people wonder, uh, how do you survive when you are married to someone who is public or if you're public how do you prioritize your relationship as well and so if you have a question for lady amber or me the number is 888-432-7434 that's 888 43 bridge hello to uh kimberly pope she says hello dr anderson and lady amber on facebook valencia black powell says hello to You, Lady Amber, and me, as well as Jacqueline Fraser, who says hello, bless you both, and Leslie Anderson, hi, Lady Amber, happy Monday. Well, feel free to give us a call, 888 43 Bridge. That's our number, live in studio, 888 432 7434. Amber, you came on today, why?
5: Why? Because it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, you know, God's been convicting me over the years. Um, I, I mean, over the years that I kind of felt weird that you were doing Marriage Monday all by yourself. Aww. And, you know, it's something that I struggle with because I knew that um, when I left, it wasn't because anything bad. It was just I think my life at that time was pretty Mm-hmm. Just busy, and you know, kids were st- some of our children were still in school. There were a lot of activities, and I was working outside the home at the time. And um, I think I just needed a break. Mm-hmm. Um, I know some people laugh at that or question why would you need a break from ministry, but I think taking care of one's health and mental health, and you know, just having busy schedule to the degree that you can't even do things well enough. Mm-hmm then it's time to step back and reassess. So mm. sorry that it took me a decade, but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you, you felt convicted just leaving me in the studio with our chief engineer, D Williamson. We've been rolling together for many, many years. Sometimes it's just him and I, uh, <laughs> as well as the call screener. But. Uh, uh, may, D, maybe you ought to just have your wife come in and we can make it a double date on Mondays or something. That so. would be something. <laughs> we should get his wife, Shelly. I won. know.
5: Oh, Shelly would be you fun. Go. Yes. If
2: you don't know uh, our chief engineer, him and his wife have been married over, I guess, probably 28 years. And uh, I, I had the privilege of marrying them. And Amber and I have known them for almost 30 years. Which, by the way, what is that like? Uh, and then you can ask me a question if you want. But what is that okay. like to have some lifelong friends when you've been in one place all your life as an adult, ever since we were 21, I think, or maybe 25. Well, we've known we moved each other here. since 21. Okay, but so we we've moved no- here okay. when we
5: were 25. When
2: we're 25, and you didn't know anyone. Mm. I have family uh, in the area, but now it's been over 30 years. What's it like to have some lifelong friends?
5: Actually, it's it's truly a blessing, and I don't say that lightly. Um, I grew up being transit. Most of my life, moving from one place to another, never was able to root down. And I remember when we first got married, I would have to change things up in our apartment or our house. And it used to drive you crazy because you're like, why are you changing the wall color again or, you know, <laughs> the drawers or, you know, moving things around? Because I was not settled and I didn't realize that it was coming out in my behaviors at the time, mm-hmm. because you can't just pack up and move, you know, when you have a house. Mm-hmm. Some people do, but I had no reason to just pack up and move. Uh, be, being with you taught me to root down, and mm-hmm. being part of this church for over 30 years taught me to root down. And having some of our friendships that is more than a decade old or five years or, you know, but especially the ones that, like Dean and Shelley, who's been with us since the beginning, uh, Beckers and a few others that I can name.
2: Instums, yeah. We have Instums, a, a yeah. small group of folk that have been around for a very long time. Yes.
5: And have seen our good and bad and, you know, mm-hmm. we can count on them. Uh, it's not like we always hang out all the time because we have different lifestyles or t- responsibilities, but these people we can count on. Yeah. And yeah. It's a, it's a tremendous blessing.
2: Mm. It's, It's Marriage Monday. We're talking about the challenges and blessings of being married to a public person. You had a question for me.
5: I had a question, and I don't think I ever asked you, but maybe today is okay. Uh, Was it a challenge for you at times, or even now, um, being married to such an extreme introvert like me?
2: So is it a challenge to be married to an extreme introvert?
5: Not challenge being married to me. But yeah, you because know. I mean uh, <laughs> it's a kidding. it's a
2: blessing <laughs> being being married to you. I think there are blessings and challenges. The the blessings are having a home and knowing that your wife is at home and creating a haven of rest for you, and it's not a party place. Mm. Whereas if I had an extroverted wife who was an entertainer, uh, extraordinaire, and a socialite who was always having parties. Uh, I don't know if I'd ever have that private space mm-hmm. that I could call a nest or a home. And so I think that that's one thing that you've created very, very well and it's quite a blessing. So I can party like it's 1999, which uh, used to be a futuristic song. Now it's so old. Forget it's about it. Old, in yeah. fact, half the people probably don't even know what I'm talking about. But I, I could like be out in the world doing everything and then come home and know that I have a, a safe place to lay my head and I don't have to worry about what I'm wearing or who's in the house. And you've done so well uh, protecting that. So that's been quite, quite a blessing. Mm -hmm. I guess the challenge is when you're always going out, you know, not always having you with me uh, can create uh, a a challenge to some degree because people then get to know me, uh, but they only know the image of you or the stories of you, and so having a team with me is great. But then you do forge relationships where people really do know you and attach to you, but not necessarily to you as a couple. And so I get so many compliments on my team because mm-hmm. I don't travel alone. Uh, as you know, everyone knows who hires me or brings me f- to another uh, city or country or church or whatever. I'm almost never alone. I have a team of people that travel with me. That's a real blessing. Mm -hmm. But I get a lot of compliments on me and my team. But only a few people truly know me and and my wife, and that's when we invite them into our home. So it's both a positive and a negative, I guess, if you want to call it a negative. But Let's go with a challenge and a blessing. Mm -hmm. When we come back, we want to take your phone calls. We have open lines. We only have about 15 minutes left. So this is a time where you get in where you fit in, 888 432-7434 that's 888-43-BRIDGE we've got Lady Amber in the house got a question for her about being married to me give us a call now we'll be right back theartofcommunication.org that's the art of communication.org. You know, communication is the singular skill that will either define or limit your success. Erwin Raphael McManus is a world-renowned communicator, futurist, cultural thought leader, and author whose books have sold more than million copies worldwide. McManus has spent four decades refining the art of communication, and now he wants to teach it to you in a six-hour condensed course. Develop and strengthen your communication skills with... The Art of Communication, you'll learn about the seven frequencies of communication. Discover your personal frequency of communication and gain the tools you need to craft powerful, effective communication. You want to learn more? Go to theartofcommunication.org. That's theartofcommunication.org with Erwin
1: McManus.
2: are you tired of living in that smelly basement let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to best buy waterproof They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. real talk with dr david anderson and lady amber anderson on my instagram nz evolving asked this question lady amber how do you find your identity or purpose and balance that with the demands of being a supportive wife
5: (laughs) that's a long conversation (laughs) no you you really have to be on top of the game so to speak um didn't have my own identity for a long time. I kind of lost it over the years, like first decade or so. Hmm. And then um, I had to find out who Amber was and is and still working on that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a ongoing um, thing.
2: That balance is something that's ongoing. Yes.
5: Hmm. It, it never changes. I mean, you have to adjust as the demands of life, you know, happens and then. Uh, you have to go with the flow, and somebody told me once you know learn to ride the waves, mm. you know, so don't drown uh don't lose sight, uh stay focused on the eternal perspective and but pay attention to what is happening right now
2: gotcha, gotcha eight 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 four three two seven four three four give me a call eight 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 four three bridge love to talk to you as well, lady Amber is here. All right. My pastor and brother, how uh, happy new year. Uh, She asked a question. I have missed joining the radio sessions, but uh, I want to ask this question all the way from Nigeria. How did your family and friends react in the early days to your beautiful interracial relationship? And how did you overcome any negativity about it? What do you think? Uh,
5: Negativity was, um, addressed before we got married. Uh, both sets of families had to deal with the fact that we were going to be interracially joined and what that would look like in the ministry. And because I'm, I'm a biracial child, um, I mean, a biracial person that was born in Korea, um, so the racism was very, you know, prevalent growing up mm-hmm. and didn't want to have to deal with that for our future children. But there were a lot of things that we addressed. Mm -hmm. before we got married and once we got married both sides of the family accepted us as um we're truly now family members to each other's you know family but outside of that um i couldn't give too much energy to that um like if people have problem with that that's between them and the lord uh we were okay i felt that Mm -hmm. before the lord and it wasn't done lightly so i hope That helps answering the question. I do
2: remember uh, in the very early days, in the first year or two of the church, some uh, African-American women really had a problem uh, with me not marrying an African-American woman. And so I said, well, let's talk about it. So I called a meeting, and I remember uh, we were up there together, and we told our love story. And one of the things that worked was that we were truly falling in love and fell in love and were married and called by God. And I remember how they embraced you it was one of those situations where they, I don't know if we put it exactly like this, but it was, she's not black, so it's kind of a sin, but she's not white, so it's not the unpardonable sin. <laughs> it was kind of like one of those situations where they they weren't happy with the fact that I didn't marry a black woman, but you were a woman of color and somehow there was some grace there. Now, again, those were in our younger years and all African-American women don't feel that way and things of that sort, but I remember that that was one of the, one of those tough challenges at a young age that we did have to deal with. And it wasn't just African-American women. It was being a part of a multicultural church where Mm -hmm. white people had to, uh, you know, worship with black people and Hispanic people. And then you're Asian, uh, you know, and Korean and mixed with, uh, you know, Irish. and, And so everybody had to figure out, like, how do you get along and then in, in our kids' ministry, you ran that ministry for the first, what, year or two or so? Uh,
5: yes, when, um, when we didn't have enough volunteers, so I was in the back room. So some of the people that started coming to our service didn't know who I was because right. I was pretty much in the back. Um, and then once the min youth children's ministry was over, I was doing the refreshments and things like that, so I was just running around. Uh, but I think one thing that truly helped when our church was very small— we got to know each other. You mm-hmm. know, like you're saying, you know, comprehension begins with conversation. People got to see me as, you know, beyond the skin color. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got to know who I am and, uh, you know, just learning about each other. And because I knew why they were upset uh, with you, because the I think at that time, during the time period, when a lot of African-American women were feeling like all the good men, especially Christian Uh, black men were being, you know, um taken, taken. Yeah. 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 So I understood
2: that. Excellent. Well, you know what? uh, When people get to know you, they can't help but love you, babe. Uh, Bishop David Ogudu, our friend from uh, Abuja, Nigeria, he also visited, uh, was on the show last week and visited our church as well. Says, hello, Dr. and Lady Amber. Wonderful family. God bless you guys. So he's watching online uh, as well as Danita Alford. Campbell says, good afternoon, Dr. Anderson and Lady Amber. And uh, it's just good to know that uh, people get to know you a little bit. I know this is not going to be your last time uh, this year on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. But as uh, a a woman of God who tries to uh, love her husband, is there difficulty in trying to share uh, your husband with the public—has that ever been an issue? Have you gotten over that? What is that like?
5: Has it ever? No, <laughs> <laughs> no. It it truly was challenging, especially in our younger years, um, because you know I, I I'm a woman. I you know I have those insecurities, and uh, as a wife, and especially an introverted person, you know him being out all the time and meeting amazing people um, of you know, both men and women from all around the world, um, and especially when I was staying home and dealing with young children all the time, I felt like I wasn't compu- contributing in our relationship as much, mm. even though we agreed that, you know, at that time, once children came into the picture, you were responsible for ministry and I was responsible for our home, um, and struggling with women getting his your attention or pursuing you or coming up to you, even for in the name of prayer, you know. <laughs> right. I remember having to put my foot down and said, no more hold hand-holding.
2: Mm. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with holding the hand? <laughs> like they're holding on a little too long. A little too
5: long. And like I didn't know, even notice. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're not having that. Um, and, you know, over the years, I, I, now I have several women that I trust completely. And they got my back. Um, so when I'm not there, they have me eight, 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 you.
2: 888-432-7434. <laughs> Y'all had your opportunity. We're going to this break. And uh, maybe some final words on the other side of the break. And if you want Miss Amber back, you can always email us at info at AndersonSpeaks.com. picture yourself with your two best friends now picture this one in three adults has prediabetes and doesn't know it but prediabetes can be reversed before it becomes diabetes so you and your friends take the free one minute risk test today to learn your risks and the steps you can take to turn prediabetes around visit virginiadiabetes.org forward slash prevention brought to you by the Virginia Department of Health
3: I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia.
4: For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to
7: keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20.
0: On the outside, you seem to be okay. But on the inside, something's wrong. Very wrong. Your family doesn't know what you're going through. Neither does your best friend. Meanwhile, you're in turmoil with nowhere to turn. If you need someone to talk to, call the Focus on the Family Help Center. We'll listen to you, pray with you, and even help you find a counselor in your area. To speak with a family help specialist, call 1-800-A-FAMILY weekdays. 1-800-A-FAMILY.
2: Real talk with Dr. David Anderson, Lady Amber Anderson's live in studio with me. We'll take one final call before we get our final comments from Lady Amber. Let's go to Rockville, Maryland, and talk with Danita, who's on the line. Hello, Miss denita How are you today? Um. Well, how
6: are you, Dr. Anderson? It's so good to both. And here both you and your lovely wife, Lady oh, Amber. Thank
2: you. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking today?
6: I, I am thinking, I heard, the last thing I heard was about the uh, handholders.
2: <laughs> oh, great. Do we have to go back to that?
6: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, let me say this. I was the armor bearer to one Pastor Earl and Sonia Simmons. mm and one time I had to do, like, a hard check. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I can remember feeling justified. I was, like, on it. <laughs> but he had no attraction to her. It wasn't even about that. Right. How do you, uh, what made you do the hard check? And although you trust him, you know, there are some that you can't trust.
5: Right. Uh, to be honest, you know, it's – it's. I think initially it was just me being a female, me being a wife, insecure right. wife. And, and then I had to reevaluate. I'm like, what is it about hand that stays lingering? And I – instead of praying one time, I'm being very vulnerable here and being honest. I did check this particular person who came up to the altar quite often and <laughs> would ask – She'll make beeline to my husband. So, I, you know, I kept my eyes open, and while he was praying, uh, she was caressing his hands. And that's when I'm like, oh, no, absolutely no, no, because it wasn't about spiritual help that she was seeking. It was about whatever comfort or need that she had uh, that she wanted met by my husband. And that's when I had chat with him, and I said, you know what, I think it's good uh, if you practice no hand-holding. <laughs> now I gotta find out who this is. Well, at
6: least you bought it. At least you bought it up gently. When I say I did a hard check, mm-hmm. um, I know that people laid in the floor before my pastor. Oh wow! I, I just didn't understand. Yeah. And so when I say I did a hard check,
5: mm-hmm.
6: you know, even his mother was surprised.
5: Well, you know, some women, I mean, again, it's personality. I'm not the one that yell or scream or have a temper tantrum even behind the doors. I'm never about that. I feel like I can communicate better if I'm calmer and I check my emotions before I approach him because I also don't want to put him in a defensive mode like, you know, he's doing something wrong. All he was doing was praying, you know, and he doesn't have his radar up, and I think – of us have better intuition and we can see alternative motives and like you know I try not to judge women by the way they dress or how they look or whatever uh, but those things come into a factor and I think just being wise and discerning and I've made mistake not seeing somebody's obvious uh, intentions in the past uh, but you know there are certain things that you can gently bring it up to your husband's attention and address
2: it and on that note <laughs> first of all miss danita thank you very much for calling <laughs> goodbye and I, love babe, <laughs> I love you i love you i
6: love you you know i love
2: you i'm so glad thank you, thank you did call and we have to we have to go on that note baby thank you so much for being with us today i know You're people welcome. loved thank it you for having me. we'll see you in 10 years <laughs> <laughs> heavenly father thank you for this show and we're so grateful Uh, For Lady Amber, be with her, bless her, keep her, and keep us in the name of Jesus. Amen Amen and amen.